Alrighty, we'll start the Wednesday night service tonight. Uh, had Brother Ronnie Lindsay's funeral today, and uh, we'll miss him. Amen. Gonna miss him not only being here, but I'm missing him sitting in that seat back there, and missing him being a blessing, true blessing. And of course, we watched Brother Ronnie like we're watching all of us just condensing him. Uh, and uh, we just go so far. Old song says, when I walk the last mile of the way. That's the way life is right now. I told somebody this week, I said, I look like him. My phone number is 7019. I said, I look like I'm 70. And I feel like I'm 19. I got to thinking, hey, I ain't looking like I'm 70. I am 70. Amen. But uh, we had his funeral today. And uh, going to miss him. Looking forward to <coughs> seeing him again in heaven. Amen. Daylight savings time is this Sunday as much as I dread it and would like to figure out a way to get around it. It's inevitable. So it's this Sunday. Got to roll your clocks back one hour. Get a, like Patrick said, get you a little bit more sleep. Extra hour of sleep. Get up later. We've got a preacher. I don't have confirmation on this, but I could have. But Brother Jack Patterson called me a while back, which is Andy Watson's stepdad. And he's aiming to be here this Sunday. Now, he hadn't confirmed that, but he told me he wanted to come down, wanted to meet us, wanted to be with us. I said, come on down. So if he shows up this Sunday, y'all get to enjoy Brother uh, Jack Patterson. I say Brother uh, Andy and Shelly and the girls and boys, they'll be with him, I guess. Uh, I haven't got a confirmation on that, but I got reason to believe that he might might be here. What else have I got to say? Uh, I think that's it, all the announcement-wise. All right, we're going to sing a song here tonight. Uh, number 89. Just two verses, it won't take too long to sing this. I thought about Brother Ronnie when I, I was looking over this song. That's kind of the way life is. We get weak, we get worn, and uh, instead of a day, we got a storm through the night. But number number eighty nine is called "Take My Hand, Precious Lord." Uh, it was wrote in nineteen thirty eight by Thomas A. Dorsey. And uh, boys, back when they was walking with God back then. Number 89. When my way groweth dear. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When my way groweth. I'm losing it big time. When my way groweth dear. Precious linger near. When my life is almost gone. Hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand, lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired 
I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When the shadows appear and the night draweth near, and the day is past and gone. At the river I stand, guide my feet, hold my hand, take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home, precious Lord. Take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home I thought about Brother Ronnie as I looked over that song I thought I had the melody in my heart I never ever claimed to be a singer we just kind of like my pastor said sang by the letter of her back and let her go but I didn't let her go too good tonight thank y'all for helping me I really wanted to sing that song uh, just realize that's, that day's closer than we, will, than we think. You know, we think, well, you know, I'll, I've got plenty of time. We all say that. And then something happens and, you know, you get chest pain and all of a sudden next thing you realize you ain't sure you thought you was and you're not going to go like you thought you was going to go. You're not going to do the things you thought you'd do. And uh, you realize just like that song says right there, I'm weak. I'm tired, I'm worn. Get Brother Patrick up there. He's going to sing a song. Take your time. Do whatever you want to there, Brother Patrick. I'll tell you right now, this old man's tired. Help yourself there. And he takes me by the hand yeah. 
and leads me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. I thank God for that day. There will be no sorrow there. Hey, no one's worth to bear. No more sickness, no pain. No more parting over there. Yeah. And forever I will be yes. with the one who died for me. Thank the Lord. What a day. Yeah. Glorious day that will be. Amen. What a day that will be. Thank you, Brother Patrick. When my Jesus I shall see. Look upon him in his face. When I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. And he takes me by the hand yeah. and leads me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day. forget there was a day coming she never won't forget that one day we'll see him as he is in his glory and I've heard you know, a lot of people think he's white some people think he's black some people think he's got blonde hair and some people think he's got blue eyes but the Bible said we'll see him as he is we'll know him when we see him Amen. he'll know us too that's, that's a great day brother Patrick what a day that'll be Amen. yeah I think it's in First John. We know that when we see Him, we'll see Him as He is. And uh, that's the way I want to see Him. I want to see Him as He is. I don't want to see the Hollywood version. I don't even want to see the Baptist version. <laughs> I was going to see if I could find that. I may not be able to. I got this new Bible. The other one, I had it all colored up. I could find about anything in it. 
It says, I know that when we see him, we'll see him as he is. Tonight, has anybody got anything on your heart before we do get started tonight? No, I just want to thank the church and everybody for being there for me and our family and everything that they've done for did for us today and who all could make it and the ones who couldn't. Thanks yeah. for your thoughts and prayers and we love everybody. Hey Amen. That place was full. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I've seen so many people. It was full. I praise God for that. And uh, that was a good funeral. I don't know if there's such a thing as a good funeral, but that was a good one for me. That was what Mama said. She said that was probably one of the best times I've had in a long time. She said, yeah. I know it sounds weird, but she said it was. It was yeah, the sweet old spirit was there. Uh, it was an honor just to be there myself. Well, I never found it, passed it up. <laughs> I did find it, but anyway. Uh, we're going to go to Zechariah tonight, chapter 12, and I'm going to go to Lord in prayer. I'm going to read the whole chapter. Zechariah, it's hard to find. It's right there at the end of the Old Testament, right in front of Malachi. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 12. Uh, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Lord, we just pray you open your words to us tonight, make your words known to us tonight. Bless your children. I pray for Brother Patrick's family and him. Lord, I, I know, Lord, you'll help them. And I pray they'll let you help them. And Lord, I pray for those that were there, Lord, that may not have known you like they need to know you. I pray they'll develop a relationship. I pray they'd seek you and find you. Pray, Lord, Father, if they're lost, I pray they'd lay hold on eternal life. I pray that, Lord, that what they heard today would go to bed with them tonight. And and I pray the sweet Holy Spirit of God, Lord, could get them to Calvary and get them saved. I pray for that. I thank you, Lord, for all you do. And Lord, we just thank you, Father, for every blessing, every day you give us. Lord, we're so thankful. Pray you bless even tonight. In Jesus' name we ask it all. Amen. Amen. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1. Uh, The burden of the word of the Lord for Israel. This is about Israel. Saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundation of the earth and formeth the spirit of man within him. I mean, that one verse just says so much. I mean, here, the burden of the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundation of the earth and formeth the spirit of man within him. That's a tremendous verse. This next verse is really what I'm talking about tonight. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about. When they shall be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And we're going to be talking about Jerusalem tonight. In that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth 
be gathered together against it. And that day saith the Lord, I will smite every horse with astonishment and his rider, his rider with madness. I will open mine eyes upon the house of Judah. I will smite or, and will smite every horse of the people with blindness. And the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, The inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be my strength and the Lord of hosts their God. And that day will I make the governors of Judea like a heart of fire among the wood, and like a torch of fire in a sheaf. And they shall devour all the people round about on the right hand and on the left. And Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place, even in Jerusalem. And this next verse, no, it's verse 9. And verse 7, the Lord, shall, the Lord also shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem do not magnify themselves against Judah. And that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem and he that's feeble among them and that, at that day shall be as David and the house of David shall be as God as an angel of the Lord before them. Verse 9 is connects with verse 2 there. It shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour out upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that's in bitterness for his firstborn. And that day there shall be great mourning in Jerusalem as the morning oh I don't know if I can say this word or not as the morning of Hadarimim in the valley of Midigo, or Midigon uh, and, and the land shall mourn every family apart the family of the house of David apart and their wives apart and the family of the house of Nathan apart and their wives apart the family of the house of Levi apart and their wives apart the family of Shemai apart and their wives apart all the families that remain every family apart and their wives apart uh, that verse number 10 speaks about when the Lord makes himself known to Jerusalem and uh, you remember David he revealed himself to his brothers there in Egypt and made himself known well here in verse 10 uh, it says, And they shall look upon me, whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourner for his only son. They're going to know that Jesus is their Messiah. They're going to know that Jesus took their place, uh, was crucified. You know, Joseph's brothers didn't know him. Yet Joseph, you know, in mercy, uh, he fed them. Uh, he provided for them. Uh, sent for his father Jacob had him brought to Egypt uh, that's what's going on here in verse number 10 but when a, verse number 2 is really what I'm going to be talking about tonight I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people round about and that's kind of what's going on today uh, Jerusalem right now uh, October the 
I don't remember if it was October the 6th or October the 7th, just got uh, horrendously attacked uh, by Hamas uh, terrorists, and uh, they came in by every means possible from land, uh, cut through fences, come through on motorcycles, and, uh, you know, just brutally attacked Jerusalem. And, of course, Jerusalem, uh, Israel, they had to attack back. And I don't blame them. And I hope they don't stop. Uh, Netanyahu said there will be no ceasefire. Uh, if it was me and it's not me, but if I was to ask for terms of a ceasefire, it would be all the hostages released alive and white flags, not guns held up. Uh, I'd probably consider a ceasefire under those terms, but other than those terms right there, uh, I don't know how they can ever let up uh, from what's been done to them. I mean, their loved ones been brutally murdered. Uh, their little ones been butchered. Uh, some of the stuff I won't discuss, I do know, is terrible. I can't believe anyone would do another human being like they've done the Jewish people. And uh, what we got going on over here is we got these, well, they are Palestine sympathizers, and I sympathize with Palestine myself. They're, they're victims. Uh, Hamas just really took over the Palestinian people made themselves the government and uh, the power of the Palestinians and the Palestinians they can't get rid of Hamas I don't know even that, that Israel can get rid of them but Hamas are terrorists and uh, when I said go make Jerusalem a cup of trembling under all people round about I mean America has got uh, you know uh, aircraft carriers, two aircraft carriers over. I think it doesn't send a third one over there now. China's done sent five over, but this this cup of trembling, it's like a powder keg that could go off. And you're looking, I'm talking about writing on the wall, you're looking at World War Three right now. Just depends on who reacts and how they react uh, here in this matter. This is about as bad as I've seen. Uh, anyway, lately here, what's going on over there? And they've invaded uh, the Gaza Strip. They had no choice. Uh, they went in, uh, you know, went into these tunnels and killed some of these murders. And I don't blame them. Uh, I can understand that. But over here, you got the sympathizers over here, and they're crying out. And the funny thing about them crying out, all this hate speech, you know, now it's okay to hate a Jew. Uh, all this tolerance. Now you can't tolerate a Jew. And you know they've kind of like Haman. They've built their own gallows. They've hung themselves under their own pretense of crying out hate speech against you know uh, racists or against a certain minority or whatever you know. And uh, you know I don't want to step on nobody's toes or not. But we've heard this. You know that's hate speech. Well it seems like now that's all they've got for the Jewish people is hate speech. It's going on uh, in our government. It's going on in our schools. Uh, they're attacking Jews at the airports. There's more to this. A lot of y'all don't know this and I'm going to use some care here uh, sharing some of what I do know. Netanyahu and Vladimir Putin which is a, Netanyahu is the Prime Minister of Israel Vladimir Putin, I guess he'd be the president of Russia. 
They were best friends till this happened. Now they're not best friends. They're enemies. And Russia is what's called God in the Bible. And, uh, you know, Israel's always been prepared for attack from the north, which is the way Russia will come. They'll come down from the north. They weren't paying attention to the south, which is the way Hamas came in. And they were vulnerable on the south. On the south, they had their guard down. And they were brutally attacked on the south. But now they've got possibility of being attacked from the north by Russia. And you know what? We can't just sit there and not do nothing because we're their ally. One third of Russia's soldiers are Hamas terrorists. I didn't know that. I heard that on the radio yesterday on a talk show on Christian radio. Guy much smarter than me, more informed, more knowledgeable than I am. But this is going to continually escalate. That's what he's talking about. I'll make Jerusalem a cup of trembling. What a cup of trembling means, uh, it's about ready to spill. You, you can't, you know, you're not holding it very still. It's, it's likely to spill out. Well, that's what's going on over there. It's likely to spill out. And, and you know what? There's likely going to be, uh, I think right now, uh, about 4,000 Hamas, oh, not Hamas, but Palestinians, and some Hamas terrorists have already been killed, and 1,400 Israelis were killed in the attack by Hamas uh, October the 6th, I believe it was, or the 7th, one of them days, October the 6th or the 7th, the surprise attack there. And one reason all this is going on is because of Israel themselves. They said in Matthew chapter 27 verse 25. They said his blood be on us and on our children. And they put that curse on themselves by. You know you ought to be careful what you say. Uh, the Bible says a wise man studied the answer. They didn't study. Power of life and death in the tongue. And by the words that they spake. Uh, they're paying for that. They're reaping that. Their children are suffering because they had no regard for the Savior. And uh, they said to Pilate, uh, he, he said, uh, you know, what shall I do with this Jesus? And they told him to crucify him. And they said, his blood be on us and on our children. Pilate said, what has he done? And uh, they didn't care. They just wanted to get rid of him. In John chapter 19, verse 15 Pilate said, Shall I crucify your king? And again, they brought a curse on themselves. They said, We have no king but Caesar. They rejected the true king and they denied the true king. The Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. And praise God, he turned to us, allowed us entrance in uh, to the things of God, to the family of God. But uh, this is going to continue to escalate. Verse 9 God said it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Like I said, God's kind of got this. He's already telling us that Jerusalem's going to become a cup of trembling. But he's also saying I will destroy the nations that come against Jerusalem. And uh, let's go to Psalm chapter 83 real quick. 
The devil would like nothing more than to destroy Jerusalem. And he's put it in the hearts of many people. And in Psalms chapter 83, starting in verse 1, it says, Keep not thou silence, O God, hold not thy peace. Be not still, O God, for lo, thine enemies make a tumult, or make a tumult. They that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. Listen to verse 4. They have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a, being a nation. Right now they want to remove Jerusalem. The only reason they haven't done it is because they can't. God won't let them. But they want to. They have said, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. That's what's going on over there. They don't want Israel to be there. It's just a small place. I mean, it's not very big. And all their enemies are on all four sides of them. It's only by the mercy of God that it's lasted as long as they have. But I'm telling you, it's a trembling cup. It's a powder keg. It's something that's going to cause a lot of people to have to pay attention to what's going on over in the Middle East. They want to cut Israel off from being a nation that they may be no more in remembrance. They want to kill them all. Now the reason they want to kill them all, where do we get our Savior from? Where do we get our Bible from? Yeah. And that hatred that the devil has for the Word of God and for the Savior, our Savior, uh, it's been uh, brought down upon Israel. Uh, he's not going to let up, and neither is God going to let him. For they have consulted together, verse 5, with one consent. You know, we, we used to be called the United States of America. We're so divided now. I don't know if we're united on anything, to be honest with you. But they are united. And they're, they're united uh, together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. In other words, they're not going to quit. They're not going to give up. Uh, they're, they're determined. Verse 6, the tabernacles of Endom, or Edom, and the Ishmaelites, that's Muslims. You remember, Abraham had a son by Hagar, Sarah's Egyptian handmaid, name was Ishmael, and the Bible said about him he'd be a wild man, and every man's hand be against him, and his hand be against every man. Well, that, that's what's going on over there. You you gotta see if I did have that underlined here. You know, Ishmael should have never been, but that's the way our life's been. We all, we uh. <laughs> We always do those things we shouldn't do and end up paying the price for God had a plan for Abraham and uh, Abraham didn't stay with the plan. Alright, I'm getting closer.
Well, poor Eddie can't find nothing tonight. But the Bible says he'd be a wild man. His hand be against every man. And ever here it is, I found it. I didn't have it, thought I had it marked. In Genesis chapter 16, God here is describing Ishmael, verse 12. He will be a wild man. Uh, the Hamas and the uh, Ishmaelites, you can't tame them. You know, I'm pretty rational. We, we, can, we can reason together. You can tell me I'm wrong. I can take you tell them that they're wrong. They'll cut your head off. They're just different. He will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man and every man's hand against him and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And uh, that's the description God gave of Ish Ishmael. And here it says in verse 6, uh, the Ishmaelites of Moab and the Hagarines, Jebel and Amnon, or Ammon, and uh, Amalek, and the, the Philistines with the inhabitants of Tyre. Asher also is joined with them. I mean, the whole Middle East is inconfetic for one reason, and you find that reason right there in verse 4. They have said, Come, let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. They're, they're all coming together in confederate against Israel here. And uh, they're all joined. It says, Asher's joined with them. They have opened the children of Lot, Selah. And uh, when I'm talking about Jerusalem being a a trembling cup. Right now, America's kind of suffering in the category of leadership. And if there was a time we needed leadership, it's right now. Then, uh, you know, if this thing goes off, we're going to be in this kind of predicament. We have to act. And I don't know how bad it's going to get. I just know this. We're going to get out before it gets bad. Now, I, I read this this morning. In my devotion, if I can find it, in Luke chapter 21, it greatly encouraged me. That is, if I can find it, because I'm reading a different Bible at the house. I think I did find it. Luke chapter 21, verse 9. But when you shall hear of wars and commotions, which is what we're hearing about over there, be not terrified. And, uh, you know, Jesus told his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Here he's saying, don't be, don't be terrified. Now, a lot of people are going to be terrified. A lot of people are going to realize, you know, we've got a lot of people today that... Uh, they're acting a little bit too big for their britches. They'd be a whole lot better off to back off. I just seen on the news this morning about a man that uh, was confronted by a man in an apartment underneath him. This guy was a bodybuilder, big old guy. <laughs> anyway, he come out of the apartment. This guy's out there wanting uh, something about making too much noise. I don't know if it was the guy below him making too much noise. Or maybe him, I don't know, maybe dropping dumbbells, I don't know. He just said he'd come up there and confront him about making too much noise and 
They got a little bit in each other's face. Guy pulled a 45 out, shot him three or four times in the back. His stepson took off running. He took him down. He went over and put two in the head of that little boy. And then went over to that big guy and put one in the back of his head. That's why I say we need to quit acting like that. I hate it that it comes to that. Uh, the Bible talks about in the last days, people's teeth will be on edge. What that means is it's kind of like you drive down the highway now and everybody thinks they own the highway. I mean, I don't care where they're at. You pull out, here they come. They're riding your bumper and you're afraid to look in the rearview mirror. Uh, just on edge. The Lord here says, be not terrified for these things must first come to pass. But the end is not by and by. We will see a little bit before we get out. But the little bit that we see, the Lord says, don't be terrified. Don't, don't let it get the best of you. We're going to get out. The way things is looking, don't get out pretty quick, pretty soon. I'm looking forward to getting out. What a day that will be, Brother Patrick, when we do get out. Mm -hmm. But uh, right now, we're watching the events of this world. Right now, Jerusalem is a couple trembling. And uh, I don't know how bad it's going to get over there. I don't know how far it's going to go. I know what can happen. They start firing them nukes. Hallelujah, we're getting out of here. Amen. And I'll be glad to get out of here. You know, uh, that's one thing about the rapture. Noah was glad to get in the ark. Lot was glad to get out of Sodom. We'll be glad to get out. You know, right now, I don't really want to leave. I kind of like it here. I got some plans. They're not big plans, but I got some plans. But when all this starts coming down, we'll be glad to see the Lord. We'll be glad to see our exodus, Rita. We'll be glad to get out. I think when it comes, we're going to see that, that light. And it's we're just going to follow that light. I think it's going to be and we're like not that. Gonna, and, and we're not going to look back. Has anybody seen that, that a movie that David Jeremiah put together called the, uh, I think it's called the, disappearance or something like that it just tickled me to death I, I loved it people just walking down the street and all of a sudden about half of them just as you seen it mm -hmm. yeah that's the way it would be like that just in a moment twinkle of an eye just out of here but I'll tell you one thing Rita, you're right about one thing we're going to that city of light and there'll be no night up there there'll be no darkness up there there'll be no sin up there it'll be what we tried to achieve down here I wish I could fix it down here I wish I could put a bandaid on it and fix it I can't fix it this situation over in the Middle East, I can't fix it. It's not going to go away. I don't know how bad it's going to get. I don't know how quick it's going to get. I just know it's going to get bad. I don't know how bad it is. I just know it's going to get bad. But I know also we're going to be glad to get out. Uh, this, this cup of trembling is going to be into all people round about. And it says, when they shall see, be in the siege. That means these nations are going to come down against Jerusalem and God said in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people you know these politics 
They think they can just throw enough money at it, fix it. They think, you know, that through them, what do you call it, uh, diplomacy, you know, make a phone call. Hey, I need to talk to you about that situation. That ain't going to work in this situation here. This situation here, Patrick, it's inevitable. God's already telling us it's going to happen. God's already telling us it's going to be bad, that Jerusalem's going to be a cup of trembling, that they're going to want to wipe the nation of Israel off the map, never be remembered uh, no more. And the only reason they can't do that is because God's up there. And uh, you know, it's His chosen people. I believe it's a Psalms 121, uh, verse 4. I'm just guessing here now. And I oh man, it's pretty feeble. Psalms 121, I think, verse 4. Behold, he that keepeth Israel. That's why they can't do what they want to do. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall even preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out, thy coming in from this time forth even forevermore. What you're seeing over there, God's already said it's going to happen. He's already said that, you know, Jerusalem's going to, what we read here, it says it's going to be a great mourning in Jerusalem. They're mourning. Uh, you know, their loved ones have been slain, brutally slain. They brought that curse on them when they said His blood be on us and on our children. That's, that's kind of what we do. We're kind of rash with our words. We'd be a whole lot better off just not saying anything. But they, they said this. And when they said this, God, he, he, He's going to, that's a curse. He's going to serve notice on those words. His blood, you see, that's a terrible rejection. No mercy, no regard for God's only begotten Son. His blood be on us, on our children. They just want to get rid of Him. And they said, we have no king but Savior. That's quite an insult uh, to the one that keeps Israel, that don't sleep nor slumber, that preserves their coming out they're going out and they're coming in uh, from this time forth even forevermore. Mm. Like I said, it's not going away. Not only is it not going away, it's going to get bad. And then it's going to get worse. And it's going to get even worse than that. And we're going to get out. I can promise you this. I've read enough Bible to know this. We're going to be glad to get out. When it talks about Luke 21, man's heart's failing for fear, looking on those things that's coming. When he's, uh, we've got, he's asleep. We've got terrorists right now in this country just really do the disregard for this country. I mean, I can't understand a country not having no borders. I can't understand a president not wanting to protect the country. But we've got terrorists coming in right now. And they know they've done admitted these are terror sales. And they're here. And when the word is given, heads will roll. Little heads and big heads. We'll be glad to get out. Uh, like I said, thanks be unto God that we can get out. Uh, I know the world is going to have to go through this. Tried to mention this a little bit today in the funeral there, brother. 
Brother Ronnie's funeral there. God gives us a way out. He gives us an opportunity to, to come and live with Him. And everybody should seriously consider God's offer. I mentioned about God having His hand stretched out all the day long in no man regard. That's mentioned in Proverbs chapter 1. They'll wish they'd regarded that nail-pierced hand. When this comes down, oh, Brother Patrick, I, I saw a lot of things at that funeral. I'll be honest with you, I don't really care about. I mean, I, I've never been much of nothing anyway, but I'm sitting there looking at every color of hair on the sun and stuff hanging out of people's noses and stuff, and I'm sitting there thinking, what has happened to us? You know, I'm just telling you, that don't make my day. It don't. God loves God loves me. And He looks at all of us with love. And thank God He gave us opportunity to escape. Gave us an opportunity to get out of this inevitable thing that's coming. And God here says this. And He's, he's one that can say this. And it won't be disputed. It shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. I'm glad that America is an ally. God said, Abraham, I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. And I'm glad America has always tried to be a blessing to Jerusalem, to Israel. That's to their benefit that they have. I'm telling you, I feel sorry for these they think they can undermine God and I know the, the devil's in their heart. They think they can undermine God. They think they can destroy Israel uh, and the remembrance of Israel and, and wipe them off the map as a nation. If it wasn't for God, they could. I'm glad he's got this, Lucy. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven on earth. He's got to say, And I'm glad he's on our side. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for this thought tonight. Lord, I'm tired. Look at these people's faces. They're tired. We're all tired. And I know, Lord, that you're going to give us some refreshing. And I thank you, Lord, for that thought. But I pray, Lord, for what we've said about here tonight, God. Help us to understand the events of the day, the hour we're living in, Lord. I really never thought I'd live to see this day. Lord, I'm still here. You haven't came. And Lord, I can see what's coming down the road. I, I can see, Lord, uh, uh, Lord, this terrible tragedy, Lord, it's already uh, been bestowed upon Israel. And Lord, I know that was just the beginning of it. I know once this starts, it'll make an end. And I just pray, dear God, you'll be with your people. I pray somehow, Lord, them hostages be, re be released alive. And I pray, Lord, those Hamas terrorists would indeed surrender. And Lord, I pray there be an end of the bloodshed. I know, Lord, it's not going to be like that, but I can't help but pray for that. I know, Lord, it's going to, going to be terrible bloodshed. I know, Lord, it's going to be everything but peace. And Lord, I, I pray for your people. I pray for them. You said pray that their warfare be accomplished. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We do pray for that, Father. And we pray, dear God, tonight for this country, Lord. A lot of people in this country, Lord, they love you. A lot of people in this country, Lord, uh, they've not done anything, Lord. They just, they just want to, Lord, be peace. And others, Lord, don't want peace. But I pray for America. I pray to seek to do right. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. 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 All right. Anybody got any comment on that? A lot of territory there to swallow.